I V M. The word Koch is derived after a village in Hungary called as Koch. The spelling is slightly different. It's K O C S. So this Koch village gave the gave world the horse carrying carriage or buggy as we know, and eventually that was called as the modern day Koch. And this happened in 15th century. The term coach is was used as an instructor and trainer in 1830 in Oxford University for person who carries students examination or students through examination. In 1861 coach was used for person who prepares athletes for contests. In 1866 it was used uh, for railway passenger cars. Hi. I am Prashant Uttekar a learning enthusiast and i'm in conversation with priya sharma sheikh who definitely knows little more than what i've just told you about this interesting world world of coaching priya is the president of international coaching federation popularly known as icf the mumbai chapter priya has held c suite positions for over more than 30 years now in the fields of financial services media fmcg and education she is now an icf credentialed professional certified coach also known as PCC and as a growth catalyst she helps individuals teams and organizations lead communicate and sell better and grow from good to great welcome to the show priya thank you so much for a lovely description and i loved that beautiful story about how the coach progressed from being someone k a u s you said is that right and all the way to where we are today So I do a little thing called as the relearning podcast, and I did this episode. Ah. So I just thought I should start with that. And uh, who knew that carrying people through a buggy would turn out to be a modern day profession? Exactly. My gosh, really, and a much needed one, I'd say, because at the end of the day, we all need a coach. That's what we, as ICF coaches, believe that everyone needs Absolutely. a coach, and everyone should have a coach, access to a coach. Oh, lovely and thanks and um, let me just compliment you. Look amazing and thank you for your presence on this uh, conversation. Thank you so much. I'm 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 hoping that you know this is not being a problem because I've got this condition with my eye thanks to the surgery. But it, I'm trying to be as pleasant my pleasant self as possible. Oh, you are. I'm. You don't even have to try. So it, all trying okay. is happening here. So trust me. So let's get to it. my first question is and again this has been on minds of many people right what does coaching mean to you and uh, why i ask this is uh, coach as a word is used largely in sports and that's a direct relation and in the last decade or so it has been very prevalent in the corporate world or it's very corporateish uh, kind of a yeah. word so my question is very simple what does coaching mean to you and probably yeah. first what coaching means or defi- is defined by icf So let me start with what ICF's definition of coaching is. Sure. ICF defines coaching as a partnering with clients in a thought-provoking and creative process that inspires them to maximize their personal and professional potential. Right? Uh-huh. And the beauty of this definition lies in the key words of this particular description. It's a partnering. That means there is a client and there is the coach, and they need to sort of be on the same plane of understanding at where the client is. and there therefore then begins something called as a thought provoking creative process where there is a discussion there are questions that are asked that makes the client think thought provoking creative that means think beyond their usual way of thinking and then inspiring them as they think okay to maximize their personal and professional potential 
I find it a very fascinating definition because it really is talking about how each client has within them this potential sometimes tapped into, of course, but a lot of times not tapped into because of whatever limiting True. belief, stereotypes, uh, fears, all kinds of things that are going in their head as chatter, right? So where does the coach come in and what does the coach do? So in my opinion, and this is something that I really love because this is, uh, you know, we were discussing about the work we're doing on the conclave and a beautiful definition of coaching came up. We spoke to one of our clients. In fact, one of my colleagues, Tushima, she spoke to one of her clients and said, you know, what is it for you? What is coaching according to you? Forget about what we coaches say mm. about coaching. Mm. And he said something very beautiful. He said, coaching is a process that allows me to be myself and find my own solutions in a safe and confidential setting. It really is actually that simple. Because who am I, for example, to tell you, for example, how to lead your life, right? True. You know how to lead your life best. You know what's going on in your life. You know your paradigm. You know the circumstances in which life is revolving around you, right? And yet, here comes a coach and says that, you know, I can coach you to do things better. And how does that happen? What, 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 what? Why would one let a coach come in, right? Because sometimes, even though despite whatever we're trying to achieve, we somehow are not making the progress. We're not able to make that transition. So the coach comes and understands, okay, what's happening? And this, what's happening to move from point A to point B is a process. And it becomes a creative process because I'm trusting you to find your own solutions as, as the coach. So I am no one to tell you that, hey, aap aisa karo apni life mein, aap aisa karoge, be able to make it awesome. You know, if I tell you that, that means I'm giving you advice, then I'm not coaching you. Yeah. But I'm here to hold space with you, a confidential safe space where you say, you know what? I'm not starting that dream business that I wanted to 20 years ago when I left college, when I was so confident and I'm still so sure that I want to do it, but I'm not pressing the trigger because I just don't feel that I can do it. I feel I'll fail. I'm not sure if I press the button, what will this repercussions of this be? So the coach comes and says, all right, let's see what we can do here. Can we discover it together? Can we discover what's going on? What's really holding you back, right? So that's what we do in coaching. We are able to actually engage in a thought-provoking process with the client, helping them move forward, making that transition, taking that leap of faith, knowing what perhaps are the consequences of that action and mindfully making choices to move in a direction that I wish to from that point A to point B. That's such a powerful, so, uh, powerful definition. And, and thanks for elaborating uh, the ICF definition to uh, what you just said, right? And uh, that mm-hmm. so, uh, so that, that, that's so powerful. And I'm sure there are so many stories of, you know, uh, uh, you know, people with wanting to do something and uh, right. there comes a coach in many form. It could be a professional such as you, and it could be some other inspiration as well. And it, it transforms the entire life uh, that they do. Of the person, in, yeah. Yeah. And in fact, like you said, I, I, in, in my own capacity, I also coach. I love the first stage of discovery and exploration. That's the mm. most, uh, there are so many emotions and feelings and why and why okay. not. That's, that's just beautiful. Yeah. You wanted to add something. Yeah. The, the thing that this thing about discovery and, you know, this, this self-awareness, you know, the day you meet yourself, 
you know, we are constantly wanting to make connections outside of us. Isko milu, usko milu, usko baat karlu, ye karlu, wo karlu. Hum kab apne aap se milte hain. Aur apne aap ko pehchante hain. Aur apne aap ko accept karte hain, jaise bhi hain. Right? Wo bohat zaroori hai. And that's what, that's where coaching begins. It begins with saying hello to yourself. Beginning to accept you, who you are. And then after that, I believe every client is almost the, their, their life is in a flow, in whatever flow, like every river, like the Khalil Gibran poetry of, you know, the journey of a river, you know, making its way to the ocean. So what's the role of the coach? Is the, ro- is the coach flowing along with you in that river? No, the coach is the bank of the river, watching and seeing how your progress as you go along, championing you along. That, hey, you got this. You're going, you're going, you're going. It's coming up. You know, you're figuring this out. And as we go along with our clients, I literally look at this, that the client is like the beautiful river flowing, trying hard, going past all the, the pebbles and the stones and the shrubbery and whatever's coming in its way. And here we are as the coach. Yeah, you got this. You're going along with you all the way up to the final point where you finally merge into the ocean and you're able to be part of this oneness that you know we all are really all about we separate from that oneness because of all the stereotypes all the you know the the thoughts that are put into our heads because as babies we are born as confident human beings right true we are born come without a single penny without a single clothing into this world and we scream into the world yeah we've arrived and a mother embraces us a father embraces us and says you know we got you they feed us they clothe us they you know, tutor us, they nurture us, and they bring us to be whatever we eventually become. But alongside all of that love and care and protection, there's also so many other influences. And now more than ever before, right? There's so many complexities we develop, whether it's in schools, colleges, at workplace, in the partners we choose, the choices we make, etc. Right? So all of this then finally becomes a certain mask above us as we go through life. And these masks is what we show the world. What's inside of us, we sometimes don't even tell ourselves. We are fearful to face that. It's almost like, you know, I don't want to meet that part of me kind of thing. So, yeah, it's, it's, I think that discovery of me when I had it in the year 2015, when I trained with uh, Peter Redding, this was in a program we'd done, um, it was, I think, a four-day program and then several hours online itself. Uh-huh. But I have not wept with so much emotion in my life than when in that program but just just meeting me was so huge so huge and just that ability to make my clients meet themselves and see them as they do so is like you said so beautifully that discovery moment is so powerful and then from there begins the journey because here's where I am now, where do I want to go from here? What do Lovely. I want to do next with my coach? You know, and we move. Then, then, then the trust begins. Intimacy starts. That safe space begins. Confidentiality is, you know, put into play. And then the rollout starts of what the plans, the dreams. Okay, let's do this. Because you now you've let go of all those masks and True. those shackles, those things, right? So you're now willing to start afresh. Which is awesome. I, I definitely want to talk about the conclave. But one thing that triggered... Uh, immediate reaction is uh, you mentioned about your story can we get to that because i really want to know uh, what happened in that session and how what was that process for you personally 
Yeah, so I'd love to share that because there was this particular client, uh, you know, we have these peer coaching sessions as a practice thing when you're going into the coaching engagement. And our instructor had said to us that, you know, when you are doing this practice session, there will be emotions. But as a coach, you are not to be part of those emotions. You're supposed to observe them and let your client go through it. So there was this colleague of mine who was my fellow learner, Amrita Singh. She's also a chapter member now and she's a great coach. She's done some great stuff for herself in her career in coaching space. So Amrita was my peer coach at that time. And when we got the questions that were given that, you know, you had to, they had to so tell us about your story, tell us about what, you know, what success is, what, you know, challenges you faced and how did you come past them and think that this is a typical thing of discovery, right? What, where's the strength? Where's the Shakti within? Let's bring that out. What's, where is it hidden? Why has she been put into the corner? Bring her out to speak up and speak up for you. So she began to ask me these questions and I was like, you know, and started talking about my story and I'm like, you know, crying and I'm like going on and on and crying. Yeah, and she's yeah, sitting yeah, in front yeah. of me and she's, you know, she's a new coach too. So she's trying to, you know, be part, play the part. And uh, she was sitting there watching me trying to be as mindfully observant as possible. <laughs> I'll never forget yeah, that moment yeah. because her not reaching out to hug me or quieten me yeah. or not crying herself allowed me to really open up you know there was no restriction because if some if she had gotten up to hug me or mm. say oh my god really sorry you went through this or something like that it breaks the chain of thought there you go yeah it yeah barrier and i need it's a, almost like a trigger for me to stop you know or <laughs> oh she's getting affected you know because then your your mask comes up oh no you got to save her she she can't be i've got to be nice they- to her i've got to take care of her I, I call it, uh, you, you gave the analogy of rivers, right? It's yeah. little branch that comes up. It, it is in the same line, yeah. but yeah. there's a different flow to it. I, yeah. it's, it's so beautiful. Um, I'm sorry, I stopped you. Sorry. No, Please no, not at all. Oh, she let me do that. And I have wept like a baby talking about the things that I've been through, the things that yeah. bothered me, the things that I felt limited at, that I felt judged, where I felt small and I felt I couldn't do anything I was the worst and blah 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 guilt everything all of it was coming out it was I think we spent about a good 20 minutes and I just I think cried pretty much 19 and a half minutes out of that except for the first half a minute where I started the story and but Prashant by the end of it I felt almost like a weight off my shoulders like you know I'd been holding on to all this right and the reason you never really completely take it off and you hold it on as, as a weight is because, you know, you like, like I said, had she stopped me, like when you talk to your mom or your dad or your kids or your yeah. husband or anybody, vulnerable I was breaking. I was in, in, in pieces in so many times and, I couldn't share completely with anybody, you know, but just her holding space for me. And this thing about a lot of people have asked me, what is this thing about holding space? <laughs> in, in, in coaching, it's a very, it's an interesting term yes. that says hold space for somebody. That means you're just letting the person be themselves. It's very tough. You're yeah. just, <laughs> it, it's not easy to, because the typical thing would be keep it, no, don't cry. Stop. No, no, no. It's okay. Don't come. Let me give you a glass of water. 
so long ago now why are you thinking about it why you want <laughs> so the thing about what i found about the coaching process was this also that so the instructor said you know whatever cleansing you want to do finish it do it come to a point of plane here's where i am now ho gaya jo tha ab yahan se aage kya karna hai so this is the beauty of coaching that it's not about the past so the coach is not aiding what i wanted to say about the past the coach is letting me come to speed letting letting herself come to speed to where i am now and saying okay now from here where do you want to go because now we want to bring change makes sense the awareness yeah. has happened acceptance has happened vulnerability has happened emotions have happened all that's done ab kya lovely ab shuru hoti hai chal ab shuru hoti hai daud ab shuru hote hain aims apne goals you know dreams banana dreams ko saakar karna aur tab aati hai himmat because the coach is holding you accountable ki bhai aap dreams to bana rahe ho uska kya azal hai what will actually happen what will you really be able to achieve or not so what that's is what is azal hoga ki nahi matlab will it actually okay. happen you know you're making these tall dreams like when i was a youngster i would have this dream that i would be a great singer it was it's one of my gifted talents it's my natural gift i sing well and all that so aksar ye hota tha ki you know what i'll become a great singer i'll go sing you know like the beatles <laughs> i'm a fan of the beatles and i would say i'll go sing and you know do this that and the other but that's the thing you want these dreams but are you willing to put the effort that goes behind it because really it's you the coach is not making the effort right you have to make the effort so it's one thing to think that yeah i want to sing in that park out there central park hmm. and have millions yeah. of people you know waving to me with their mobile phones and what have you but what does it take to get there like thousands of hours you know of work right there's that there's that story about outliers of malcolm gladwell that says that it takes yeah. thousands thousands of hours of practice for beatles to get from where they started out to be where they finally ended up being the iconic figures are you willing to put in that hard work the sacrifice the hours the tears the blood on your hands with the with the guitaring True. you know it's all of that you willing to put that grind out there so therefore the whole thing about setting those goals which are realistic and those smart goals etc they are it's it's specific i want to go sing at central park but that means blah 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 all of this so of course. what part of what part of this are you committed to right so just making the client will you know be able to set goals that are something that is achievable something that's real something that's possibly time bound something that is something that they can do and they are willing to put in the work that goes for all of that so that's what the coach does wow we 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 packed so much in that that is you you whatever you are you address that acknowledge what what we have and that's that not even the start that's just addressing and meeting self and from yeah. there the actual journey begins where probably that's uncharted route that that's yeah. that you're going to take and that's that's one thank you thank you for sharing this it's it's so wonderful i i i'm getting to the next question and it's very close to what we were just talking about while on the way coaching in india is getting recognized it's getting aware uh but there are many myths so what are some myths that you would like to burst about coaching lovely so one of the myths that coaching has is that it's only for large organizations you know ye badi badi companies you know big pockets they are the ones who get no i think coaching is for every organization individual entrepreneur solopreneur parent everybody has access to coaching and should have access to coaching coaching is for all 
that's the key thing. And that's yeah. a myth that's saying it's only for the large organization. I think every single solopreneur who's starting their, their what, what are they called now? These cloud kitchens, you know, yeah. or to somebody who's making these crochet bags or somebody who's running, say, a salon or somebody who's running a coaching practice or running a business or starting, say, an Ayurvedic company. God knows whatever you may be starting and wanting to set out to do. Everyone should have access to a coach and everyone can have a coach. So it's, it's a myth that it's only for large organizations. The fact is, it's I, for everyone. And thanks for bringing that. One of the things that I keep get, I, I get a lot is, uh, uh, and it's funny, that organizations also put coaching as a mechanism to uh, for someone to improve performance. So it mm. gets a very bad name that, you know, hey, yeah. put him in coaching. So the yeah. tone and the way it is done, it's it's not even great, right? So I'm I'm exactly. specific to corporate organizations because I've worked in few and I know and I also have friends who get this. That's yeah. one. And again, I don't think that 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 should. In fact, if you have the top performer and if you coach, you'll have a multiplier effect. Like you said, yeah. it's for everybody. Uh, in it many is. ways, I try this with my five-year-old. You know. Uh, and, the responses are so beautiful. I, I always think that if I could take that leaf from her experience and I just simply take that, that will be yeah. so powerful. So uh, you're right. And uh, there, are, there are many that come along, right? Uh, one of the important yeah. ones, and again, I would like your input on that is um, coach him, counsel him, and probably also mentor him. So easily these three roles uh, are you know, told to be... <laughs> True, very true. So what the other thing is that in coaching, uh, in, in, in corporate, especially, there is this, there's this so called thing that gets done that, you know, there's a myth that it's only coaching kind of thing, you know, kind of thing. That is, that's almost like, uh, you know, can be, but it's a myth. I think there are large true. organizations today that are Really, there's so many number of not only large, but medium, small uh, sized organizations that are now looking at coaching as that mechanism, that tool that really optimizes their staff, their, their people and themselves. So leadership also should be willing to see the benefits of coaching as well and employ it themselves. See how it really impacts because it is a ripple effect. It's literally you start that trickle from the top, you know, when you as a leader change. And you are changing your mindset and having a coaching mindset while leading your team or your people or your organization, automatically that has a ripple down effect in the entire organization. So it starts at the top, I'd say. And it is no, not at all. Yes, development could be one of the things, but it's not the only thing for sure. True. It could be some skill that needs to be, you know, skill scale up training, Lijay. Go to a course, join a course. There's so many things that you can learn. But coaching is about just awareness that, you know, why, what, what made me respond like that? What made me take that action? Could I have done it better? Just becoming aware and almost watching yourself as you're interacting with people. You, you know what? That was so uncalled for. What did mm. I do? I could have handled that better. Or I could have you know, projected this team better. Or I could have planned better. Or I could have taken better actions. Just becoming more self-aware, more reflective, shall I say. And that's what it is. It's not you know and then i think organizations should stay stay clear from this that it's something that because this guy or this girl or this person needs improvement so set them into coaching no it's like go. any any learning and development tool for any organization 
you so like i believe this that you know when, when an organization hires somebody when you when you recruit someone and you uh, you know you invest time effort money in developing them putting them into an exposure of you know whatever you know uh, division you're making them join there is a learning curve you know yeah. and that learning curve you're willing to invest in so similarly coaching is that way have that patience for that person to come to that level of yeah i can you know now i see that clarity of vision you know now i can go get whatever is needed for this organization i i it just triggered one more insight in me you know organization and i understand why this is uh, organizations love that there is a input and the output is immediate so like you mm-hmm. said it's a, it's a process for me it mm-hmm. might take 6 months for you probably 2 weeks uh mm-hmm. that understanding i think but but again for the good part that understanding is seeping in now i've i've yeah. noticed that with good brands i've noticed that with couple of startups because they are very smart in getting yeah. with coaching right from day one because they 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 know what it is and thank you again um, lovely lovely insights that that you're sharing uh now let's get to what's on your right hand side top corner and i love the caption let me just tell you right right at the beginning it's time to rise tell us more about this coaching conclave so the coaching conclave is the third of its kind in india it's the icf india coaching conclave 2022 this was nice. started in 2018 by the bengaluru chapter of icf and in 2021 that is last year it was done by the icf chennai chapter and this year the icf mumbai charter chapter is hosting the conclave along with the other five chapters that is in delhi chennai bangalore hyderabad and pune so all of the team members or volunteer coaches from all these chapters are coming together to put together this conclave the essence of this conclave we felt was that the world has been through such a huge churn uh with the pandemic happening impacting globally in so many different ways families individuals careers organizations uh you know just the entire systems right so much has happened and we've been through so much as 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 a people shall we say as a collective that there is this awareness that has sort of set in there's a sense that there needs to be something different something has to be done differently and whatever that something is there's this desire to do it and in my conversations with so many people not only with my clients but friends family kuch to change hona chahiye something should change something has to shift right so there's this sense that i want to shift and then there's this fear reluctance all these kind of emotions and i what's to be done what can we really do and really it's what can i do how can i take responsibility how can i rise and how can i rise to this occasion and leverage this opportune moment in the in the universe right now to do something and be accountable to that change that i wish to see you know so that whole thing of mahatma gandhi's thing about you know you know put action to you know the change that you wish to see you know be the change you wish to see out yeah. there can i rise up or can i rise to make that change happen whatever it be whether it's in my own personal life my beingness my family with my children with my partner with my business my work my clients with society in general with any relationships i might have so can i rise because it is time to rise it is that time that each of us needs to take that responsibility on our own little shoulders and rise to an occasion that's new to an emergent future that we all want to leave behind for our little kids for your little daughter who's 5 year old who has the world to discover still right 
Can we leave a better world behind? Can we leave a world that's more accepting, welcoming, loving, growing? Yeah, it's such a such yeah. a powerful Ask. message, right? It's yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it is heartfelt, and it's it's heartfelt. It's really filled. I mean, for us, the team that's been working on this conclave just feels this energy yeah. of it's time to rise, and the intention is I rise as a coach. Okay, as a coach, I rise to make coaching visible, comprehensible, and accessible to all, and that because we feel that this coaching process, this so-called creative a thought-provoking process that we all engage in when we get into a coaching process, it just makes us more aware and more accountable to who we are and what we can do, right? So we want coaching to be there in everyone's life. Like you said, you're talking to your five-year-old with coaching mindset. And it's so beautiful to see her answering those questions. And there's an innocence in that child's mind already that she knows, you know, an easy answer. But we as human beings, as adults, we complicate stuff. The protocol with this, that, and that. We well, well that's, that's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's that. It's, it's basically, yeah. yeah, it's the, the sense, the theme of the conclave this year is it's yeah. time to rise. And, the and sense uh, I of have the mission statement. Yeah. I have yeah. seen the lineup. It's amazing. Let me just compliment you yes. on that as well. It's a beautiful, Thank beautiful you. lineup. Uh, yeah. The who's who in coaching, let me just say that. And um, the, the the famous people, the people who have gained so much experience and bring so much uh, gravitas to the chapter in India, it's it's just amazing. Sorry, yeah. I cut you because I just want to bring that the element, the lineup that yeah. you have this year is really nice. Yeah, we have like eighty five plus speakers. We have another twelve facilitators who are trying to do some stuff. We have so many different hosts, coaches who are going to be the hosts of the sessions. There's just so many people coming together. And so much energy is towards that one single focus of it's time to rise. Look at the impact it's going to have. I mean, I cannot wait for the 24th of August to happen because that's when we open the inaugural ceremony of the event. And that's when we start out um, um, this whole thing of, you know, just coming together of everybody and making this actually come and take shape is just such a joyous feeling. I mean, we are so excited about this and we have, Speakers from super, business, academia, super. coaching, public administration, spirituality, social, and sustainability. I mean, like every, all kinds of minds. The beauty, another really interesting beauty about this uh, conclave is that more than 80% of our speakers are Indians. And this is an India conclave. And we are so proud of the Indian minds and the kind of, you know, the, the growth mindset, the beauty with which people are even naming their companies and the ethos with which they're running their practices yeah. or the things that they're doing to make impact. We're trying to get so many amazing people, you know, who've not only experienced coaching, but doing things in a totally new and a different way, you know. Uh, in fact, one of our speakers, for example, is this gentleman called Dr. Mukundrajan, who's, a, you know, who's literally synonymous with sustainability. Uh, there's another gentleman yeah. who runs something called his soil uh, out of uh, Delhi, and he's, he's Anil Sachdev. I mean, mm -hmm. it, he's trying to nurture education in a manner like never before. So it's Anil Sachdev, he's the founder and chairman of School of Inspired Leadership. Now, this is the kind of difference we're talking about, the kind of awareness that, you know, we can, that we can make the change of how we approach uh, education also, how we approach our planet. In fact, our culminating uh, event for the conclave is that. It's our last event for the conclave wow. before we have the awards. Yeah. So we're ending it on that note that you know, it begins with education, what we teach our kids and how do we teach, treat our planet 
you know it's really the bigger picture and the actual true picture and what so look- let's to put things in perspective yeah. you anybody can be a coach if he yeah. thinks that he cannot be a coach start being a coachy so yeah. it is for everyone this event how does yeah. one get to this event so there's a website which we've created which is called icfindiacoachingconclave.org Uh-huh. this website all the information related with the agenda the speakers the kind of people who can benefit from attending literally everyone parents academicians young adults students um corporate executives leaders business owners solopreneurs professionals like chartered accountants cas lawyers doctors all these kind of people as well artists performers actors dancers anyone who's a human being who's somebody <laughs> who wants to make a change in their life should come to this conclave that's the invitation beautiful. come one come all beautiful and thank you thank you for that and then i will ensure that you know all the descriptions rather whenever we put post this out the descriptions and the links will be always uh, mentioned all right so thank you thank you for doing this uh, now we get to the segment which which where people get to know you by the way people have got to know you and uh, little bit that i know you you speaking from yeah. heart and it's very very powerful and uh, definitely it's time to rise uh these are simple questions no 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 pressure there and these are okay. just simple questions on uh about you so you know uh, yeah. things about you so very simple it's something like uh, what is your favorite favorite aspect of coaching i think the i don't want, there are several but the most favorite <laughs> thing is just being able to meet the person so i am a connections coach and i love just meeting a variety of people So I think just meeting people, uh, connecting with them, and seeing meeting them where they are at, it's ah. it's 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 difficult to Lovely. do, right? So you, yeah, yeah you yeah. you're not above them; they're not above you. I could be coaching a youngster who's a teenager or a you know young adult, and I could be coaching a senior citizen or a, the MD of a company, but I'm meeting them where they're at, and that's what I love about coaching. It makes helps me meet people at where they're at. what could be the least in that case what what is a aspect of coaching that you nah, i don't like it as much anything i think the only thing that sort of <laughs> makes me a little bit odd about is the administrative processes oh, you know there you go the, 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 you know that going and pitching negotiating all of that so there are processes there are there is yeah, i yeah, mean yeah. as coaches we try to we know we are the we are the heartful souls we are trying to make impact trying to help people move forward transition and all of that and all of this is very transactional so that aspect of it is sort of a little bit but then there are ways we found we figured it out and there are ways to see, do this a go. lot of this 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 comes from a place of pain because this you said immediately and favorite thing you yeah. took a little while so i noticed that so <laughs> there yeah. you go if not coaching yeah. if not coaching what would you be doing i i know there are many answers in your head So if I was not coaching I would be writing writing full time. Oh. Yeah. I am a writer. I love writing and I love creative thinking so either creative stories or fiction or non-fiction something I would be writing something for sure. Yeah. Nothing with the nothing to do with the 60s music and the Beatles. Oh that I continue to do. Hame hamari hamari miyan ke sath hamari har subah ki aur sham ki chai gaanon ke sath hi hoti hai. Wow, and wow, uh, wow. we, we, we love singing and that's the one common thing we have uh and we enjoy we indulge in that as often as we can in fact when we miss having tea with each other then you know the day seems sort of incomplete so i love singing nice 
but I don't see myself going the singing route. I don't see myself at Central Park. That's a tall dream that I could have maybe done, but I don't want to chase that dream. It's not a dream for me anymore. I love that Beatles did it. I feel proud and happy for them. There's so many others who've done some great things, not only them, but in our own yeah, country, such great singers. Uh, yeah. So I love listening to the music. I love singing along and which is awesome <laughs> yeah what are what are what are some uh, what are some movies series or a podcast that you would recommend to listeners so i really uh, love that fo- that film called dead poet society i don't know whether you all have seen it but i would highly recommend that you do see it uh, there is a lot of podcasts available online there's so many people who are doing so much that filled with YouTube channel and, you know, all, all the podcast channels are filled with stuff. I will be happy to give you some links that you can paste in the description box. Maybe it's not coming to me instantly like this. There but is one podcast a, you can definitely mention though. Which one? The relearning podcast. Have you heard about that? Uh, <laughs> yes. The relearning podcast. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> you must tune in. <laughs> All yeah. right. No, no, that, that's yeah. good. You're fantastic. Wow. And uh, I, I have one observation that you speak from your heart. And I think uh, the energy that everybody's given to this conclave, uh, people yeah. are going to, uh, I was just talking to someone about this, right? So everyone's into 2021, everyone spoke about revenge travel and yeah. organizations uh, didn't open and COVID again hit. I think there's going to yeah. be revenge enablement revenge coaching that's going to happen after after this conclave so a lot of energy to you to the icf india to your entire team to make this as a success last parting words to everyone who's listening and watching this to everyone who's listening i just wanted to say want to say this that this conclave has been created curated by coaches across india volunteer coaches who are really putting heart and soul into bringing coaching into your life seriously shut down everything else, take three days out of your life out and focus on this because this is going to be like stepping stone for a new emergent future for each of us. So let's claim that time for ourselves. Let's invest that time in us because the coaches who've been working for this, my God, I doff my hat off to them. The passion, the love, the, you know, the tireless number of hours they've been putting aside for this is really commendable from every chapter of ICF in India. And of course, the global team has been helping us too. I also want to add here that this is the first year that we are having the ICF India Coaching Awards also oh, along wow. with the content. And the nice. Coaching Awards is going to not only recognize coaches, but celebrate them. So not only the individual coaches, but organizations as well. So it's fascinating. Wow. It's going to be a great event. And we really, really want that everyone comes, soaks in the wisdom, the experiences, the, you know, the uh, experiential uh, pods that we've created, the free one-on-one coaching sessions that you could avail of. We're also coming up with an interesting package that if you're an attendee, you can avail of some ex- extra coaching sessions that are really special uh, conclave fee. And I mean, it's not to be missed. Ajao, Sablo, register today. <laughs> there you go. I don't think there could be a powerful message than this. We'll play this in loop. So there you go. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, Priya. You're wonderful and your energy is just my wishes. Thank you so much. Thanks, Prashant, for doing this. And thank you for being a believer and a champion of coaching. And thank you for being there for us here today. And uh, we're so happy. And I want to thank the entire team from all the six chapters 
all of them know who they are and i i don't want to take some names and then not take the others yeah. because i you know i i'm i'm old and i'm not very well so i might forget so i just like thank you all of you for all that you've done to bring this conclave to life perfect and can't wait for it to open on the 24th of august at 6 pm tune in guys register today <laughs> there you go thank you